Morgan, I'm make you feel really old for a second. Yeah, what's up, bud? Uh, this movie, as you can see in our notes, came out the day I was born. Oh, holy shit! Okay, so you you posted <laughs> you uh, you put the uh, the doc in the chat, and I saw March seventeenth, two thousand, and then I saw the bullet point the day of my birth. But I was like, oh, funny! Like this movie just came out on his birthday. I didn't put together that like you two are the same age. <laughs> I wonder if that's why I love this movie so much because we're the exact same age. Uh, maybe. And you both questionably have a 36 on Metacritic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're both a 36 on Metacritic. Both directed by James Wong. Oh, wow. Not James, yeah, both... not to be confused with James Wan, by the way. Wait, wait now that I say that, did I type that wrong? I think no, you did not. You did okay, not. Okay. Because whenever I was watching this movie last night, I saw the credits. I was like, James Wong. Oh, that's James Wong. Not James Wan at all. Okay. Because oh. I was like... Because I was full on about to be like, oh, no, maybe this is way better than even I'm a, I'm expecting it to be. And um, luckily, I was proven wrong. Um, it was you not know what, Huh? You know what James Wong directed, right? Uh, No. He directed Final Station 3 with your girl. Oh, Mary Elizabeth. Hell he yeah. Also directed Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> oh, so he's the fucking really shitty. He's stri- two strikes out of three for fucking uh, for poop. Wow, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Ooh. Damn, James. Oh, and the Black Christmas reboot, which is really bad also. So he's three for Black three. Christmas. He's out of here. I vaguely remember Black Christmas. Also when had Mary Elizabeth Winston in it. That was yeah. 2006. I should go back and watch that. It's really bad. Just watch okay. the kill count for it. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> the kill count for it? Yeah, just watch that. It's more fun watching James talk about it than actually watching it. Okay, fair enough. Goddamn. Oh, hey, this is It's Not That Terrible, the hey. podcast where I, Zach Brown, to my co-host, Morgan Heisel, what's cracking? And we talk about terrible movies that we love. And this week, in case you didn't figure it out, Final Destination, the first one. The, because, yeah, the first, the first one. The first Final Destination. So it's the first last place you'll go, which is means you're going to die. You know where you're not going? Paris. Not Paris. Not until the end of this movie. <laughs> we'll get, get to that in up. just a few minutes. Um, <laughs> I can't hear Morgan right now. So movie, I'm just talking. I know he's talking also. Uh, uh, but yeah, this movie was expecting it to be a lot better else. than uh, I knew it's it was going to be. Good. Not good. It's not bad. Yeah, it's just kind of mediocre. Yeah, um, especially like there in the beginning, I was not expecting it to full on go um, anxiety inducing from the gate. Oh yeah, oh, but from, it literally from does. the gate. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so in an airport. Yeah, yeah so like yeah because well, so they're standing in his mom like, in his room and like it's mm, man we'll get to it fuck <laughs> this movie's wild morgan what's your kind of history with final destination um so with the i'll just do a little bit uh something a little bit more broader the final Destination franchise in general i think i saw i think my first one might have been final destination 2 final destination 2 um if you're listening you don't know Final Destination 2 takes place um, on a bridge and there's like a huge pile up on the interstate and like everybody dies. That's like the that's the thing that sets the movie in motion. There's always like something that sets a movie like the Final Destination series in motion. But I remember um, I remember watching that with a cousin a long time ago and then. uh, Hey, uh, pre show talking about my good bud Savannah. Um, <laughs> she, she told me it was like 2006. We were like best buds. And she was like, dude, I just saw final destination three in theaters. You've got to watch it. I loved it. And so I went to see final destination three in theaters. I was, but a young 12 years old. And 
saw that movie and was in love with it. I still adore that movie. Um, it's, it's so, it's like this franchise is one of my favorites, but only because of final destination three, but watching this last night, final destination one is still like very good and like very true to, um, the franchise, just the franchise in general. Um, so big shout out to Savannah for, I guess, like really getting its hooks in me. Um, because I, I love Final Destination, but this movie in particular, I think I've probably only seen a couple times, like, um, like through my whole life. So watching like the back half of this movie, I only remembered like a handful of things. So what about you? I mean, it's literally the it's same my age movie. as you are. It's my birth movie. Yeah. I really, I love this movie in particular. I really like the first one. Yeah. I've seen all of them multiple times. Like I love these mm-hmm. movies in general. Um, the third one I like is the only one that I think that doesn't have Tony Todd in it besides like a voice cameo. Which is kind of a bummer because Tony Todd's great in all these movies. But Tony, um, Tony Todd plays um, Candyman, correct? Yes, yeah, okay, yeah. He's okay. Candyman and he's the corner in these. Okay, but his character is just great, and um, I love the first one. The second one's pretty good. The third one has a really. The, I like the kill in the beginning, like the uh, opening. Yeah. Uh, disaster is really cool. The roller coaster. Yeah. The fourth one's not good at all. The fourth one's really bad. I don't remember watching the fourth one. The fourth I, one is the racetrack. There's like a huge crash okay. at a race car track. Okay, it's I remember watching good. the opening. Yeah, no. I think mm-hmm. I bounced after that, yeah. And the fifth one, I can't wait for you to watch. Oh, God week. bless. I'm I, so excited. I'm going to have to watch four and five, but at least uh, five specifically for the show, but four because it's still like it's still missing in my head because mm-hmm. I've seen the first three like a dozen times. Yeah, I cannot wait for you to watch the fifth one because it's such a, a fun one and it has like uh-huh. the most, it has the best characters, I think. Like oh, Aside from like, okay. this one being classic and like the characters it has in it, yeah. the fifth one has the most like character development and they're they're shitty but they're you know there's reasoning behind some of the stuff and it's a lot of fun okay but i really like these movies are really good uh this is like that weird 2000s like um i think this is all star yeah this is pre uh i know you did last summer i think but i can't remember no no it's not it's three years after it's three years after (laughs) okay because i was gonna say i know what you did last summer um scream and then this right that's so it'd be like 97 uh 96 to scream okay. i know you did last summer 97 yeah 88 i know i still you i still know what you did last summer and then this god it's it's always so weird to think that they made a sequel i know what you did last summer but it's got jack black in it it does have jack black in it that is correct um yeah like the i have a special i guess i have a special place in my heart for all of the early 2000s um all-star cast like if you pretty much if in if you don't know if you have um if you have a movie in the 2000s with teenagers, chances are you had Sean William Scott. Chances Master are Flirt. you you had Kerr Smith. You had Ali Larder. You had like, um, God, um, God, Jennifer Love Hewitt. You had like mm-hmm. all of these people. And so watching this was just very, very reminiscent of the American Pie stage. Uh, not only because of Stifler, just because of like, I mean, there are. <laughs> what we in the 2000s characterized as actual 17 year olds damn near fucking in an airplane terminal um oh yeah she is all up on him like that was like the weirdest thing like think looking back looking back from like 2020 to like 2000 it is weird it's already weird how much like we sexualize teenagers like in media but man it was fucking real weird in the 2000s when we were getting people to play uh, getting like 25 year olds to play 17 year olds. But for whatever reason, we were just like, oh, yeah, make out and or have sex. 
Um, and that goes all the way back to like Friday the 13th too, but that's like a different, different conversation. Um, but yeah, like I, I love these movies a lot. It's, um, it is a time capsule, 100%. Not a lot of like, I would say like out of all the things that we've done from like the early 2000s, this is probably like the least problematic in terms of oh, like, yeah. like in what holds up, um, aside from it being like a, 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 an all white cast aside from, oh like, yeah, yeah, they like, fixed that in the second one, not very well, but they fix it in the second one. Right. And like. But honestly, like most most like teen dramas and teen horror movies um, in in the early 2000s were predominantly white. Most horror is, mm-hmm. but it is what it is. Um, can't do a lot about it now, except, you know, move forward. Um, so. Do you want to do the recap? You want- <laughs> do I want to do the recap no, or no, do no. you want to do the no, recap? Do you want to go forward with the recap now? Because y'all, I just had, I just look right before the podcast. I told Zach, I was like, look, man, I got a Red Bull. I'm ready to do this. Well, I got to go pick up a pizza <laughs> and then I went to the wrong pizza place and so had to drive across town to get the pizza and then eat the pizza on the way back so we could start this show. So I'm ready to do this fucking we're going to do a recap. I'm going to do a recap. Hell for, yeah. For the first time. Um, and uh, all I can say is, if Zach, if you don't put a compressor on this, a volume warning for everybody listening. But if you're ready to go, I'm ready to go, buddy. You want me to time you? I mean, sure, you could time me, but I'm not going to go super. This won't be super long. This will just be very brief, like a very, uh, very quick one. All right. I'm ready to go whenever you are. All right, man. You got, hey, you ever, you ever fucking, hey, you ever been on an airplane? You ever watch a movie? You ever like gone back to the 2000s watching you? You know who Devin Sawa is? We haven't even talked about Devin Sawa yet. Fuck Devin Sawa. I'm mad at him. We haven't even begun to talk about Devin Sawa. Okay, so movie starts off. Fucking Devin Sawa, he's got anxiety. They don't even fucking address it. It's just like, oh yeah, uh, don't take the tag off my bag, mom. It's uh, it it was it's my lucky tag or whatever. It's bad luck. You can't take it off. We I gotta keep it on for this flight or whatever. And then his mom's like, nah, you're full of shit. Then it does a lot of like dramatic zooms ins and all this shit. And it's like, oh man, feel tension right now. This is gonna be a ride. So they go. He's going to Paris with his uh, with his buds on a senior trip. Then they get on the plane. And like I said before, there's a lot of like tongue kissing or whatever, a bunch of kids and stuff. Then Sean William Scott shows up. Ali Larder shows up. His friend Todd, I don't even know who fucking plays that guy. They get on the fucking plane and he is tripping. He is like sweating. He and then all of a sudden he like shit happens. He switched his seats. Then the fucking plane blows up. No, wait, the plane didn't blow up. He just he was asleep. He That was a premonition. Everybody in the premonition fucking died. Everybody. I mean, like, no survivors. It was fucking terrible. So then they go. They're like, he freaks the fuck out. He's like, hey, no, I got to get off this fucking plane. It's going to fucking blow up. And this is pre this is pre 9-11. So, you know, like if if it Pat, like, you know, post 9-11, somebody said the plane was going to blow up. I mean, more than two fucking F, like FBI agents were going to be on your ass for the rest of your life. Anyway, movie goes on. They get off the fucking plane. Six people get off. It's him. It's his bud Todd. It's their it's their teacher. It's fucking Kurt Smith and his girlfriend. I don't even remember her name. She doesn't even live long enough to get a fucking name. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking Allie Larder. They're like they get off. They're doing their thing. Everybody's fucking weird about it. Uh, Todd's brother dies or some shit. Then Todd dies and he gets fucking hung by like a fucking clothes wire in a bathroom by ghost water or some shit. Then. And then the movie the movie keeps happening, man. I don't know. I don't know why the movie keeps happening, but it keeps fucking happening. 
Allie, uh, fucking Allie Larder's character, Clear. What a fucking dumb name. She shows up at the scene of Todd's death. I don't remember seeing that, but he fucking addresses it later. Then there's some sort of weird sexual tension, even though they address that they've never spoken to each other in their entire life. Then the movie goes on. And then he's like, Devin's always like, no, wait, I've, I'm about to do a bunch of fucking calculus on a piece of paper and figure out how everybody fucking died because these people won't stop fucking dying and I'm still tripping the fuck out about it. And we got to cheat death or some shit. Then, then the movie is just like, oh, it's pretty much just him tripping the fuck out and scaring the fuck out of his teacher until she dies. And then he, then they're like, they figure out a way to cheat death right after Sean William Scott gets his fucking head cut off. Then they're like, Oh man, Devin Saul, you gotta stay in this fucking cabin in the woods for some reason for like a few fucking days. And then because he thinks he's next, but he's not really next. It's actually fucking clear, played by Ali Larder. Then, be, oh, by the way, they cheated the fucking jock guy and somebody got hit by a bus or whatever. Then, then, then he's like, he realizes he fucking has like a moment while he's eating potted fucking meat that he's like, he's like, I gotta go save clear. Why does she have that name? Then he runs to her fucking house through the woods after the FBI shows up. Then he's, he's running. Somehow the woods are connected. I thought they drove way further out than they really did, but he gets to her house really quick and there's a fucking ghost, like a ghost knocked down a power line and the fucking the power line's like swinging everywhere and it's spitting fucking electricity and shit and Allie Larder's like tripping the fuck out, hanging off the side of the building and the house catches on fire. She gets trapped in a car. Devin Saw was like, oh no, dude, you're grounded. Don't fucking touch anything and then he fucking grabs the wire and then it seemingly fucking kills him but then we flash forward turns out didn't actually kill him guess who's in paris it's it's devon sawa it's ali it's fucking ali larder and it's fucking curse smith for whatever reason they became best buds with the fucking guy that hated him the fucking jock who tried to kill him in a fucking car tried to fucking park on the train tracks and then they're buds they're fucking hanging out in paris and then devin savo of course he's a fucking conspiracy theorist through and through he had it like if he fucking survived this movie he had a fucking field day with 9-11 because this dude he fucking pulls out a pen and a paper in goddamn paris france he's not even old enough to drink alcohol in the united states but you know as an 18 year old they all had drinks in paris so, pulls out a piece of paper. He starts doing fucking calculus. He's like, oh, no, this is six months later, by the way. Uh, we cheated death or some shit, but, you know, death's got a fucking design or something. And then, all of a sudden, <laughs> shit starts fucking happening. A sign falls down, and it misses It misses fucking Curse Smith and Devin Sawa. And then, Curse Smith gives this fucking speech about, like, oh, dude, you're fucking crazy, man. It's just a bunch of wack shit. Who's next? Who's next? And then, he gets hit by a sign, and the movie's over. We don't know if Devin Sawa survived. We don't know if Hallie Larder survived. This movie, I made it sound like this movie was a blast. Like it was just a, a good time. But like this movie, <laughs> fuck, like <laughs> this movie makes a lot of sense, really. Um, yeah. A lot of sense, right? I mean, was that, uh, real quick, was that a good recap, honestly? Yes. Okay. Okay, it was good. something. I can tell you're hyped on Red Bull. It was so quick. It was like a four minutes, 30 seconds. My okay. biggest thing you missed What's the is biggest? that Stifler got off the plane as well. You mentioned him dying later. Never said he oh, got off the plane. Sorry. Sorry, Miss Stifler. Um, oh, also, you forgot the fact that the news put out this very well-made graphic of how the plane exploded. Right. That Yes, and that is how Devin Sawa does calculus to figure out who the fuck... <laughs> 
who the fuck dies in what order in his fucking dream or whatever. Okay, yeah, there you go, y'all. Um, glad we have Zach here for that. Yeah, um, I'm the Final Destination guru. The the final guru. Yeah, the no, like, th- yeah, that's the movie. Um, it's a good movie. It's a fun. Oh well, it's a fun movie, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's honestly that's all I got for a recap. I, I let's move on to trivia. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. The this fucking script. Yeah. Originally an X Files episode. No way, really. Yeah, and then it was turned into a multi-billion-dollar a franchise. Oh, another thing I was going to add in the screaming rant. You ever watch A Thousand Ways to Die? That's the <laughs> this, this is A Thousand Ways to Die, the movie. Like, that's it. Like, people just die in the most ridiculous, like, inconvenient ways possible. Hit and by a, a bus in the middle of a small town. Where's that bus coming from? Like, you didn't hear the bus coming, and you just we just walked in the street, and the same thing almost happens to Devin Sawa when they're in France. Like I just look I don't, both I, ways. Yeah, look both ways, y'all. Don't jaywalk. Oh, also talking about Devin Sawa. Yeah. Um, for starters, it's on site, Devin. If you listen. <laughs> yeah, that's Zach's feud of the week. We're bringing that segment back. It's on. It's on site. But also, uh, his death comes in the second movie where he was hit by a brick falling from a building. <laughs> Wait, he's in the second movie? No, it's just a photo of his dead body when Clear oh, tells them that he died from a falling brick because Clear is in the second movie. Okay, I thought Allie Larder was in this. That's when she's blonde, right? Yes. Okay. And then she's real burnt up in the end. Okay, yeah, okay. That makes. They just kill her off with no ta-da. It's <laughs> just oh, like, of course they do. oh, this hallway blew up and Allie Larder happened to be in it. They've got to do like the symbolic fucking like, I don't know, like we got to fucking pass the torch and literally. Oh, dude, <laughs> the second one. Oh, my God. That movie makes me mad. That movie has some wacky ass shit. Oh, dude. I mean, come on. Like in Final Destination 3, the like the dude is doing like reps and then all of a sudden he does a rep. <laughs> he does a rep. His head up. Yeah, does a rep too hard on like on the machine and then the swords behind him cut the wires like that's not even possible. Like absolutely not possible. And then his head gets smashed or whatever. You're going right? to see the best kill in the entire series in movie five. And I can't wait for you to see it. Oh, my God. I because you'll know which one it is and you'll text me immediately when you see it. I hate it. I hate it already. But I mean, honestly, like I I, I sound pretty negative on this movie, but it's, it's just a goofy. It's just a goofy ride. Oh, yeah. Right? It's so it's such a yeah. fun ride. Like. Yeah, there's nice comedic moments like when every time I have to go poop, a lot of pooping in the movie, a lot of pooping and pooping in the movie, <laughs> a lot of pooping in the movie, <laughs> a lot of John Denver because he died in a plane crash in case they didn't say it 18 times in the movie. OK, I didn't remember. I didn't. I don't think I remember them saying uh, John Denver died in a plane crash, but I know that uh, I know that like that's a that's a common thing. Like you hear the song before something mm-hmm. happens. Yeah, they're in the bathroom pooping. Oh They're pooping God. in the bathroom, and then right. <laughs> Devin Sawa goes, John Denver, he died in the plane crash. Oh, that's right. Okay, that's where it's revealed. Yeah, and yeah. then every, every moment after that, it makes a point to let you know the song playing is John Denver. Uh, would you imagine this movie if it had uh, Spider-Man's Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst in it as uh, Alex and Clear? Absolutely that'd been, not. That would have been an amazing version, I think. No, that would have just been Spider-Man. <laughs> like, it would have just been grounded as Spider-Man. It would be Spider-Dead. Yes, <laughs> squashed like a bug or whatever. That's <laughs> Spider how Dead Four squashed. Oh my god! No, I. That's honestly that's funny. Was was the casting for this going on the same time as Spider Man? I guess uh, it would have been close. I imagine or yeah. like something fell through of some sort. But yeah, I mentioned it was close. Okay. But my favorite thing about these movies is uh-huh. that up until like the later ones, 
it's practical for a lot of the deaths. Yeah. Yeah. Like it is almost all practical. Like for the big, like I know the entire second movie, the entire explosion on the interstate is all mm-hmm. practical. Oh, wow. They're like there's some fire that's brought up to be bigger and after, sure. but that's yeah, about yeah. it. But in this one, the entire plane scene, except for like the people burning alive is all practical also. Oh, that's very good. They're like on hydraulic sets and stuff. And they're getting thrown around and like the chairs that fall out the side are actual chairs that moved. Oh, that's very good. I see. Okay, that makes a lot of sense because, I mean, like we talked about a couple weeks ago with The Mummy and The Mummy Returns, like those movies were using CG in a way that like most movies weren't at the time. Um, And I'm sure like I'm sure as like time went on, Final Destination like four and five or whatever, probably really stepped that up. But it's good. It's good to see that like this stuff is a lot more practical back then. But also Mm -hmm. the deaths in this movie are way more practical just in general. Yeah, they're not super gory. It doesn't get super gory until, um, I guess the next one. The second one's pretty pretty gory. Yeah, and like, well, I say practical. I should say like they're not as absurd. Like, mm-hmm. um, no one's like, uh, oh, like they get fucking absurd later on. Yeah, like, the second one's okay also, but like the third on is bonkers. I th- yeah, I think the most absurd one in this movie, at least, is uh, is probably Sean William Scott. Just like standing in front of the train tracks and a piece of like metal is underneath the train and then the train like vibrates it and it comes out and cuts his head off like yeah that was kind of weird um and then and i guess like the the lead up to the deaths right like the um mm-hmm. the water in the spooky bathroom water. spooky water the sp- the ghost water like ghost water tokyo like that like that whole thing <laughs> that whole scene right there is like super weird because in at least like you know, I know Final Destination 3, like, the back of my hand. None of that, like, there's always, like, the wind blowing and, like, subtle, very subtle, like, nods to, like, oh, yeah, like, something fucked up is about to happen and there's nothing you can do to stop it. And, like, there's the scene in 3 where the guy's, like, sitting in the drive-thru and then a truck is coming. <laughs> I remember that scene. <laughs> yeah, like, there's that scene where it's, like, okay, that, like, that could technically happen, I guess, but it's still so absurd but it's like, oh, well, it wasn't caused by a ghost, at least, <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, they really leaned on that in this one. And yeah. then in the next ones, it doesn't happen like that. Yeah, no, like it's this movie is way more supernatural than uh, than the uh, than the sequels, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, Talking about the set for the plane crash. I was reading here that Kerr Smith and Sean William Scott had to take Dramamine to shoot the plane scene because they were getting thrown around so much. Oh, and it made them both fall asleep while they were filming. <laughs> Oh, that sucks, dude. And honestly, like one mo- one thing about this movie that I thought was extremely interesting, it, this movie was shot um, pre nine eleven, like I said uh, previously. Like this movie, this movie is shot pre nine eleven, so there's a lot of like weird stuff that like I've never I've never even been on a plane before. Like uh, to be perfectly clear, but there Fear are river. <laughs> huh there there are like there's a lot of things like everyone for whatever reason is freaking out so bad about like the plane crashing and like to to a point where like look most people especially nowadays are not like even post 9-11 in like the u.s most people are not like freaking out about the plane crashing like or exploding or something like i yeah sure like a lot of people have like phobias and stuff like that there are the alex's or the devon sawas of like the world i'm sure but it's never I don't know. They really they really play it up in this. Yeah, movie. they do. Like the scene where there's a bunch of turbulence, that, that makes sense. Like I've seen planes yeah. get pretty rowdy for turbulence. Yeah. But um they're all super scared of a plane crashing, which is not a normal thing, I feel like. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're audibly scared of it. Like no one's like 
oh yeah, you know, whatever. The, Everyone's like, like what if the plane fucking crashes right now? Yeah, like straight up, like that's a class of like sixty people, and everyone is on edge. Gotta be a fucked up god. Take this one down. My like, god, really fucked up god. Just like yeah, and then shoot like look at the baby. Like okay, yeah, cool, dude. Like who like who says that getting on a plane? She's like, man. You gotta uh, be real fucked Morgan up right to now, fucking crash sure. this fucking so plane. Hearing, if you said that now in the year 2020, someone would ask, tonight. like, someone would fucking stop you and be like, dude, you can't say that. Like, you cannot, yeah. you absolutely cannot say that at all. And whenever they, uh, whenever he gets questioned later, and because obviously the FBI wants to, like, make sure, like, nothing's up. Agent Shrek? Agent Shrek, by the way. This was pre Shrek. Yeah, and this is S C H R E K or E C K, whatever. I think it's yeah, it's something weird. Yeah, so like there is the, there is like the post like flight interview where they they like talk to talk to Alex and he's explaining the situation and of course they don't believe him, um, but it's weird because they just kind of let everybody go, and I know like yeah. that's that like that's necessary to have the plot move forward, but like. It's just weird having that lens, having the lens we have now on this movie, because if this movie was was like pre 9-11, I don't think like they probably I don't think they really could have done a plane crash like without um, having like the FBI like way more involved in the plot. You know, uh-huh. it's, it's just so laughable that like the FBI is so like uh, so like barely involved throughout this whole movie. But when they are, they're chasing a 17 year old through the woods where he falls into a puddle and almost drowns under in an a inch tree deep puddle. Yes, under a tree, dude, because I guess death knew that he was going to, like, save her. Yeah, I man, this lot of lot of decisions in this movie. Yeah, talking about decisions like the casting um, for starters, Devin Sawa on site. I've already said that. Yeah, um, but Sean William Scott, I feel bad for him. Honestly, because I feel like the dude's a great actor and a great guy, but he's been typecast as Stifler. Oh, one hundred percent, especially then, right? Like mm-hmm. he, like, I mean, I mean, and then you go on to like Deuce of Hazard. He's still playing the same character. He's still playing like, and that was two thousand four, two thousand three, uh, which is kind of like I don't know, kind of insulting because I feel like, like you said, John William Scott reminds me of like one of my friends from high school who like meant well, and even in his character in this movie, like not a bad dude. Like, not like, I mean, yeah, like, typically, like, not a shitty guy or anything. He's just a little dumb. And, like, yeah, this is the least douchey version of Stifler they've done. Yeah, truly. Like, he's not, he doesn't act like, he's not acting, like, particularly, like, predatory or anything like that in these movies or in this movie. And everyone just kind of, like, hates him for no reason just because he's dumb. And this is like, damn, dude. Like, Sean William Scott could have been, like, I don't know. Could have done a lot better um, as an. Mm-hmm. I could have done a lot better movies as an actor if he hadn't been typecast so much. I will say, I just finished watching a marathon of all four American Pie movies. Yeah, man, those movies. Ooh. I enjoy them a lot, but yeah. damn. Yeah, no. When you when you told me that you were watching them, I was just like, oh man, I would love to watch those movies and laugh and like have a good time. But I know that I would like some part of me would just feel bad about it. Like, yeah, the, F- the American Reunion. There are some parts I'm like, wow, oh wow, this is right. Oof. Yeah. Yikes. I, was it is an American Reunion where like he shits in the cooler on the beach or something? Yes, that, that made me laugh okay. really hard. That's yeah. really fucking funny. Yeah, I There's also like, a whole subplot about uh Jim's ex babysitting girl he's to babysit mm-hmm. is eighteen and wants to fuck him. Oh yeah, that's weird. It's that's super weird. Very weird. weird. 
Yeah. But everything with the, just the guys hanging out is fucking hilarious. This is the American Pie podcast now. How, how's it going? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, how could you not talk about like any other early 2000s movie with, you know, like with the, yeah. it's virtually all the same cast. This is a horror American Pie. Ooh, that's very American, good. American like, Psycho Pie. Like, we, to be fair, we're dunking on it a little bit, but I will say, as someone with anxiety, at first, I was kind of laughing about how, like, about how the movie forces you into, like, oh, wait, wait a second, something fucked up is about to happen at any second. There, like, there are parts in the movie where I was legitimately tense because. Oh, yeah, the strings are tightened really well in this one. Yeah, like, it's, they do a very good job of, uh, of manipulating you when they need to with music and stuff, even though it does feel a little hammy, like, a- at some points. But I think mostly it's it's pretty successful at like what it tries to do, right? Yeah, I really wish the series had kept this tone. It picks it back up later on, like in the fourth and fifth ones. The uh-huh. fourth one not being very good, but the tone of the sh- the movies kind of turns into like a campy blood gore movie. Okay, I mean, and honestly, that's that's what I would have. Yeah, that's honestly what I would expect. Like, if if I had never seen one of these before, right, and watched the first one, I would have been like, oh, okay. They're going to make sequels and it's going to get like, it's going to be like a scary movie, except it's going to be almost, it's going to be at least a parody of itself it, to some effect, right? But yeah, it's kind of like how Scream went to the comedy route. Exactly. That's and then picked back up in the fourth one being this, the horror thriller slasher movie. Yeah, exactly. Like, and in on to um, Final Destination 3, if you guys don't know, Final Destination 3 has on DVD you can get a choose your own adventure version mm-hmm. of Final Destination 3 where you can choose who lives and who dies. But you also decide the fate of the survivors from the second one doing that. Yes, exactly. And then the movie like whenever the movie ends, I think I think still it still ends the same way in the choose your own yeah. adventure. Everyone everyone that dies dies anyways. Yeah, so yeah, you just kind of like they just die in different ways, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah, I really the movie like the kills in this one are pretty solid. Like Todd's kid death, like that shot where you see his eyes go bloodshot. Yeah. Is so fucking cool. Yeah. And like I the only my only thing about that one was it's uh and this is just like a like a tiny nitpick was watching that and I think that's like that one's probably the most anxiety inducing because it, mm-hmm. it goes on for so long. But there is a bit where they could have like or maybe they couldn't in two thousand, I don't know. They could have like slowed down the reddening of his eyes because at mm-hmm. one point it just goes like that, like at the, like the like the snap of a finger. His eyes turn like bloodshot red, as if he had been like strangling like over a, a long a, like well, amount. Of I time. think it's I think it's because there are things bursting like they, oh maybe happens, like things burst in your brain that causes that. That's what happens. Sammy, if you're listening to this, yeah, Sammy. Hey, MD, MD, Sammy. Yeah, yeah, Sammy or Dio. Have, I don't know what. You're a fucking doctor, bud. Fucking DM me if you're listening to this and you tell me. I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna text you about this right now, but like You should you should totally do that. It's only nine it's only nine thirty. You yeah. should definitely be Hold like, on. yo Hold Sam. Yo Sammy. <laughs> yo Sammy, real quick, bud. Hey, hey, uh medical question. I can go upstairs and ask my dad, but I don't want to get out of my seat. Yeah. So we'll no. ask Sammy. <laughs> okay, hold on, I'll ask Sammy. Uh Sammy, Sammy, Samothy, um Dr. VMD. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the show. This is now taking uh, live questions and answers. It's our questions being answered live, though. Okay, this is the question. Sammy, how fast do eyes turn red? 
They're red when you're strangled. <laughs> Asking for a friend. Asking for a podcast. <laughs> Sammy's gonna respond, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm saying hurry, please. <laughs> <laughs> this show's off the fucking rails Sammy, today, and I'm loving I'm it. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you're listening to this, I'm very sorry, pal. Oh, uh, uh, they're typing. Oh, uh, uh, uh. Okay, they said, uh. <laughs> Sammy, come on. <laughs> Sammy, come the doctor us. on Twitter. Let's see. Drumroll. Uh, they're typing again. Sammy, you gotta be quicker. <laughs> Sammy, you've just got a fucking degree. <laughs> Maybe about a minute or two. Okay. Oh, that's there we the go. Word. Yeah. Cool. That's the word. Thank you so much, Sammy. Found us nation confirmed scientific. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's accurate, I guess. Besides, like the fucking <laughs> bulb, the blue, the soapy floor, water. like the, the soapy floor. Yes, exactly. Like, and then the fucking water goes back into the pipe after. You like, didn't see me. <laughs> like, dude, what the fuck? Like, man, this movie mm, goes places. Yeah, it does, and like, I think the kill where they kill the teacher, yes. is pretty cool because it also takes science where she pours the hot tea into the cup yes and then throws it out and then takes the chilled or the, the really 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 fucking cold vodka and pours it in there cracks the glass which is mm-hmm. what would happen yeah it's, it's granted exactly i think right? that i think that mug might have been a little thinner than they make you think because that wouldn't have cracked on like a normal size mug no but it, um, it would have cracked it like on the inside it probably wouldn't have leaked yeah. that badly and most but people would have cool. noticed that too in the lead up to that vodka being on the ground mm-hmm. lights on fire and creates a trail to her yeah it's just pretty cool. Um, and then the bus kill sucks. That's not a good kill. It's yeah. a nice surprise, though. It's a good surprise. It kill. was a good surprise because I think it was because they're all they're all like casually like having a conversation out in the open. And it's the first time the cast has been together since uh, the plane crash. Right. Or uh-huh. since the funeral. The funeral. The funeral. Yeah. And it's yeah. It's like all of a sudden she gets out of the car and she's yelling because she doesn't want to deal with it anymore. And then all of a sudden she's just dead. You can drop fucking dead. Boom. Yep. Just, and then blood everywhere. And it like, yeah. Uh, and then like, it doesn't really, I don't know. No one have really takes the time. I feel like Todd was the only person like taking time to like process any of these deaths. And then like mm-hmm. he, he dies first because to be fair, it was his two brothers, right? It was his, it was just his twin brother. Twin brother. Okay. Yeah. His brother sure twin. dies in the plane crash. Yeah. And he's like mourning his brother's death right and then he fucking dies but it doesn't seem like most of the other like the rest of the cast is really like super fucked up about it except for the teacher yeah she's real messed up because like yeah. she was gonna be on the plane yeah and she's and she was she told the other guy to go ahead yeah she told the vaguely french guy to go on the plane yeah and she even you even like witness part of her like her mindset on the phone right right before she dies and she's like reliving that moment and you kind of see her relive that moment every single time you see her after that and it kind of like it kind of like really sets in that she's super fucked up about it to the point where she is terrified by uh Ale- like devin saw character alex mm-hmm. yeah and that scene where she looks at the mug and sees the school logo and like flips out yeah like i don't know if that's how i would actually react in that situation like i've never been in that situation so i thought I that know. was really weird like it was it was pretty weird. <laughs> yeah, was, I thought that was pretty unnecessary. I was like, if you like there, it's I guess it's like kind of assuming the audience knows that like she's having like she definitely for sure has PTSD. Right. And mm-hmm. she sees like the logo, but the audience doesn't see the logo until like she sets the mug down. 
Yeah. You know, so it's not like, oh, like she picks it up and then it's then it's from her perspective. She's seeing the logo and then freaks out and throws the water. It's just she picks it up, screams, throws the water, puts it down. Then you see the logo. And I guess you're supposed to like put that together because I did not put that together at all. Yeah. It took me a second when I first saw the movie. Like, yeah. Even, even yesterday when I watched it, I was like, huh? Oh, that's right. OK. Yeah. This this movie is like goofy as fuck. I mean, it's it's campy in all like the good ways. Mm-hmm. And I think to Devin Sawa's credit, like. Look, I mean, Devin Sawa traditionally not really casted for like, you know, great movies. For, I mean, he like uh Casper. I mean, okay, for whatever. And he was barely cast for Casper. Like he didn't even do the yeah. voice for Casper. He just did the stand-in, right? And he has beef, fun Devin Sawa fact. He has beef with or the guy who uh played Casper as voice has beef with Devin Sawa uh because they hired Devin Sawa because he was taller than um I forget the actress's name. Um, uh, for for Casper, or what's what's her oh, name in the oh, movie? Uh, I don't know her name in the movie, but it's, it's um, it's not Wendy. That's Hilary Duff. It's Christina Ricci. Christina Ricci. Yeah, they they casted Devin Sawa as the stand-in for Casper as like the actual uh live version of Casper, uh, because he was taller than Christina Ricci, which is just like well, fucking woof, dude. That sucks. Yeah. Like that sucks really bad. And apparently the guy who did the voice for Casper has not let it go ever since. And that kind of sucks. <laughs> but yeah, like Devin Sawa traditionally not getting like super, super great roles. I think this movie is a cult classic. I mean, I would say this is a cult, a, a classic in in the same way that Idle Hands was. Mm-hmm. And it's hard not have, to compare the two. Have you seen his newest movie with uh, John Travolta? No, I have heard opinions. about. Oh, it. my God. Yeah. I've heard opinions about it though. It, I think it's on Amazon Prime. You should definitely check it out. Uh, it's like, it's something. Yeah, and it's not, and it's like, and the the problem is like, I'm sure, Devin, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Um, on fucking site. <laughs> but honestly, I think like at least listening to interviews with Devin, I think that he would largely agree that like, um, a lot of the movies that he like he's taken over the years, um, especially like since he was a kid. He didn't like grow go on to do like super great things. He's like he's fine. He's got a wife. He's got a family. He's doing fine. Um, you know, like doing whatever he's doing now. But if he's even doing anything, hopefully he played his money well because being a heartthrob in the '90s was probably very very profitable. Um, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, like All he those seventeen he, covers. Yeah, exactly. And like he probably made more money than like uh than he knew what to do with. Um, and so good on good on Devin Sawa for getting out whenever he did because I'm sure it was a super toxic environment but this movie being kind of like one of his last big uh, this was like his last big, big oh yeah it is yeah. Until fanatic I think it's the last big thing he's mainlined yeah which is like wild and I think honestly I think he went out on a high note like this movie isn't bad this movie's not bad at all even though it has a 36 on Metacritic but it's I think um if, if we're gonna ask if we're gonna ask ourselves is it that terrible um does it deserve like my counter question no does it deserve a 36 no i don't think so i think it deserves like a 50 or like and i wonder if it's maybe like the fact that this movie's a classic in my head is why i think it deserves higher i mean but really i think it's a good movie like, i think it's a really fun it's a good movie i think yeah and i think like yeah exactly and i agree with you especially for like a horror movie in the early 2000s with a teen cast like it does an exceedingly good job of making you feel connected to these kids for some reason, even though it's only an hour and a half. This movie's not like this movie is not like the average, like blockbuster length of the early two thousands. Most people were doing like two hour long movies. 
um, for like for things like this. And so this movie's like an hour and a half. You get in, you get out, and it's it does a good job selling you on every character and making you like mm-hmm. making you root for every one of them because no one in particular sucks. I mean, the jock uh, played by or Carter played by Kurt Smith. Carter, you dick. <laughs> like Carter, <laughs> like he is. He's probably handling it worse than anybody else. And he Mm -hmm. has he and like Alex, like already have it out for each other at the beginning of the movie whenever they get kicked off the plane. But which seemed like unprovoked, at least, you know, like a little bit. He didn't he didn't need to harass Alex when he was freaking out on the plane. He would have stayed on the plane. Yeah, exactly. Like Like, it was like very clear that like Alex was having a panic attack and needed to be escorted off the plane. But like Carter immediately his first instinct was to like try to beat the shit out of him. So that was like that was a a choice in writing, but you know whatever. Like you you need you need like you need to find a way to get that person like off the plane to move the story forward. But I think even Carter is a likable character by the end of this movie because you kind of see him process what's happening um, to the point of um, trying to commit suicide and then that not working, and then Alex yeah. Alex saving his life, and then him kind of like telling Alex and clear to go like get the fuck out of here like I'll take care of the cops whenever they come like it it, it changes pretty quickly but I think it does a, a decent job of like making you like everybody and kind of root for everybody in some way shape or form by the end of it so no I don't think it's that terrible I think it's a I think this movie's fun and I think that if you like horror or you like thrillers even if you like to make fun of a movie like go watch it it's fun like it's not for everybody but it's fun mm-hmm. I think I have three issues with the movie yeah two ahead. of them are lines in the movie there's a line during the funeral, like memorial thing, uh-huh. where Alex tells, uh, it's Carter, I the JD on your breast says something else. I know he's talking about Jack Daniels. Oh, but it's such a weird statement. Like, yeah, it's obviously Carter's been drinking. Yeah, but it's such a weird like line said in passing that I think adds to the character I that you it. totally missed. Yeah, yeah, I missed it. I don't know that. I didn't even realize that was said. And then my next issue is the scene where um, it's, I think it's at the, oh, is it the train, I think? Mm-hmm. Where Allie Lauder's on the ground next to Alex and she calls him baby? Right, right. Okay, that was another thing that I was going to bring up. There is a lot of like forced sexual tension between Clear and Alex that is not established. At any- yeah, their, their romantic relationship hits out of nowhere yeah and it's in that scene like it goes from them to like having like a personal conversation in her garage and then like a few scenes later she's calling him babe or baby like they haven't even made out at this point do they even, yeah do they even kiss in this movie not i don't think so what the fuck yeah it's very odd it was very really weird. weird yeah yeah but i i, I don't think the movie's bad no i think the other issue i have with the movie itself is the scene in the teacher's house where Alex goes in there, mm-hmm. I feel like death is trying to set him up for murder, which doesn't feel right for the way the movie sets up death to be. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, yeah, I agree. Um, and I also, that's like, my biggest issue though. That's really it. Yeah. Cause I feel like that one probably, that one takes like the worst because why would death want him locked up? So, yeah. so I mean, I guess so death, so he couldn't stop death. Right. I, I guess, but like, because he was, because Devin know. Sawa was going to be the last to die regardless. Mm hmm. So I guess it would be in death's best interest to like stop him. I don't f- yeah, whatever, yeah, man. It's fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, um, I don't get it. Um, uh, shout out Tony Todd though. Tony Todd's cool. Yeah. Tony Todd does kill it. Um, it does but a really, good job. That's my it's, thoughts on the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like I, the, 
yeah, honestly, like Tony Todd does a good job in like uh, scaring the shit out of uh, Alex and uh-huh. Alex and pulling Clear. the thing out of the dead body. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, "See you soon." Like, okay, dude. I'll see. I'll like, see you soon. Like, chill the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a good movie. It's not a bad movie. No, like, it's fun. I don't fun. understand how it's so low. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's fun. Like, it's a cult classic. It's like, it's not gonna, it's not gonna like blow your mind. It's not a hereditary. It's not a midsummer. It's not like, but it's a fun slasher. I, well, I think it's more of a psychological thriller, honestly. Yeah, I guess it would be, right? Um, yeah, it's, it's a slasher in the sense that like you just get to see a bunch of people die, but yeah, by an invisible killer. Um, but yeah, that's the, probably the closest thing I would equate it to. And there's, to be fair, like there are no, like, I don't know of any other movies like this, like where there's mm-hmm. no sort of like, there's like a meta villain, but there's not a real like. Evil's not personified. Yes, exactly. It's not personified and it's not necessarily evil. It's just like, yeah, it's, this movie's like more anxiety inducing than probably just about anything else because it honestly. Yeah, talk, talk, go ahead. Talking about evil not being personified in movies. The close thing I think of is Payman in Hereditary. Yeah, because her- being that light, that light, yeah, that flashes. That's really it, though. Yeah, exactly. And like death being like the wind in mm-hmm. uh, in this, right? Or the blue water. <laughs> yeah, or the blue water. Like, yeah, I, I think like uh, I think this movie does a good job of uh, just making you scared and at least getting you a little bit. It it made me a little bit more introspective about like you know how long we all have here, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it it's it's doesn't it, that's not like the that's not like the narrative of the movie. That's not what it's trying to make you think about. But whenever they're whenever he's having the conversation right before um, Carter's girlfriend gets hit by the car, and I don't even remember her name. She's such a small part of this movie. Um, right before she gets hit, he's having the conversation with Clear about um, about like you know whatever you do, you're setting the motion in like you're setting in motion like the steps to like to lead to like your final moments, right? And yeah. like. We and there's even a line right at some point in the movie where and I don't know who it's spoken by, but uh, or it's like a quote from. Oh, it's a quote from the graduation where he taught where Todd talks about how um, uh-huh. how like our like our next like we we have our like afternoons planned in advance as if like as if like those moments are guaranteed and they're absolutely not. And like, I think that like that's a super that's a very like that's a very cool introspective um quote and that kind of made me think about a lot like in the movie you know uh with how like finite we are and you know as people in our 20s we don't think about that a lot so i think mm. i don't know if you could take away anything from this movie if you were going to take away from it that's a pretty cool thing but it's not like this movie's like trying to drive anything in particular home and maybe it would have been stronger if it had i don't know yeah no i, I really think that it's a, a movie that it brings up thoughts that you were surprised by because like it's just a 2000s horror film yeah, it's just a slash. It's not yeah. terrible. It's, it's not terrible. It's, it's not. a good time. It is a good time. And I'm very excited for you to watch ep- the fifth one this week. God, I'm I'm going to do it. I'm glad it's on HBO Max, honestly. Yeah, yeah, but, me too. But if anybody like wanting to watch along at home, it's only $3 on YouTube. That's what I rented it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm really excited for you to watch the fifth one. Oh, God. I'm, and go ahead. I, I think that might be it for the episode. I, I think, think that might it. be all we need to talk about. Yeah, I think we did it. I mean, we we had a good time. I did yeah. whatever the fuck that was at the beginning. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, the recap was great. God damn, that's gonna be coming back. I like honestly, like I'm I'm stoked that we did that. I'm I'm stoked to like add more bits in, and I just want to fucking be able to like scream on the show. So I'm I'm glad we did that. Fuck yeah, hey, absolutely. Uh, yeah, next week, Final Destination Five, 
if any of you text or message or tweet at Morgan about the fifth movie before he watches it, I will murder you. I'm just, just throwing it out there. I'm just going to, like, I'm going to mute. Well, no. No one's going to do it. No one's going to. Just watch it tonight. Fuck it. Fuck it. You don't work tomorrow. Watch it tonight. Don't tell me what to do. It's it's almost 10 p.m. Central Time. I'm not going to watch yeah. Yeah, okay, I probably will. I probably you know, like, yeah, you fucking will. <laughs> oh, hey, I got all this free time this week. I'll watch it. You know what I mean? Get yeah. off of me. I'll watch it soon so nobody can fucking spoil it for me. But good. If honestly, if you if you DM me spoilers for this movie, I'll just block you. I'll fight you in the street. <laughs> like the guy who posted on Twitter the fucking spoilers for Last of Us Two as his, as his avatar. Oh fuck my that god! Guy. If yeah. I ever find you, it's on site, random person god, on Twitter. Fuck that guy! Fuck everybody who like has opinions about the Last of Us Part Two. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my opinion, I, I don't care about your opinion. Yeah, bitch. I love that video yeah. game, but if you love that video game, I don't give a fuck. Fuck your opinion. Yeah. I don't care about it. Is it that terrible? We'll never know. We're never gonna talk about it. Because it's a it's a genuinely good video game. Because it's a fucking great video game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Morgan. What? Where people find you at? Oh man, you can find me right here on It's Not That Terrible. You can find me on Twitter at Morgul. That's M O R G A U L. Zach, where can people find you? Uh, Twitter at Y R O K A Z underscore N W O R B. Find me on the Great Podcast. Oh, okay, it's I remember I told I told Devin Sawa it's the semi semi unsuccessful podcast. It's not oh. that terrible. We talk about movies that are terrible. But they're, maybe they're not terrible, like like to this week's. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. Many, leave. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I, was gonna say, I, I how think many we've had like four had? terrible. I think we had four so far. Okay, yeah, that's not bad. It's not bad at all. It's not that terrible. It's not that. <laughs> God damn it. Um. Yeah. Leave a comment. Leave a rating. If you don't like the show, give us five stars and then shit on it in the comments. Mm-hmm. Do that. And thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week for Final Destination Five. Skate ass, eat ass.